This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia, a radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your host for the next radio hour. The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, The Mortgage Mom, D.N. Katsaris. How are you, D.N.? <laughs> I love that intro. I'm doing great, Mark. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to be here talking every week here on Talk Radio. If you want to ask us a question about commercial, residential, real estate, whatever, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number? My number is 609-605-7153. And you can listen to this show and all of our past shows at goodnewsandrealestate.com and also at WPHT's website. So with that, what's coming up to the end, Dan? Coming up on today's show, Mark, is the market report. We that also one. have our business tips with Asking Dr. A, and he's got a great topic today. Yes. We also have Mark's funny story. Got a short one And then for we it. have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Don't do it. Don't do it. I thought we were always supposed to do it. Nope. Don't Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm curious now. All right. Then it's not like you're going to listen anyway, but we also have our questions. (laughs) (laughs) We put our home up for sale and the square footage is way off. Is a garage usually considered in the square footage in a home if it's attached to the home? The next question is, where can I get important information about the asking prices of properties that have sold during the past six months. I found information on the selling prices and now would like to compare them with the asking prices. That's an interesting one. It is a good one. The next question is, I have a family friend who is a realtor. She suggested a price for my home that seems too low. Another agent suggested a price more in line with my expectations. Who do I choose? Yeah, family. Family issues. Never good. Don't do it. Topic of the day, <laughs> home buyer statistics and home seller statistics. But first, yes. Mark, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. You got to get started to get ahead. <laughs> it's not rocket science. Stop contemplating. Stop thinking about it. Do it. So, <laughs> awesome. so where are we at? 
So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. And I thought I said last week, it's time to go green. And I thought we were going green. And now they extended us to August. I feel so sorry for the bar and restaurant business. I still don't understand why we can't go into a restaurant, sit every other booth, go into a bar, sit every third stool, and keep these people out of bankruptcy. I don't get it. Uh, I don't Mark, get it. Mark, I'm Pete's really ticked off fl- about it. I'm telling you what, Pete's been flipping out. So we can go to the nail, nail salon, which I went to this week, two days ago. We can go to Walmart. We can go to Target. We can go to the food store. You know, we can go to the gym here in Jersey. Like, we could do all these things, but I, we can't go eat at a restaurant. Right. It's I don't understand the reasoning behind it. I just want somebody to explain the reasoning. They have no reason. They're just, they just want this economy screwed up. And, and I, I don't see no reason why we can't go in a big bar. If it's a couple, you two sit together and then three stools between the next couple. I don't see the big deal with it. Anyway, I want to mention some good things. Up in my neighborhood in Fox Chase, I chipped in like 100 bucks a couple weeks ago, and they've been going around putting American flags on every telephone pole. And I went out really early this morning, like 6 o'clock to a store to get something, and I rode down Ron Street up in Fox Chase, and there was a flag, brand new flag, big flags, on every telephone pole, and they're all up and down all the streets. It looks great. The neighborhood looks great. And I want to give the Fox A Civic and the community organization a shout out because they're doing a great job. I might, That's I awesome. might give them, I might give, I might send them some more money. I might tell them to call the mortgage mom and tell her to donate too. <laughs> so anyway, in a recent survey, let's get into the mortgage, the market report. Uh, they tapped into behaviors of a thousand prospective buyers. The result indicated that 53% of all home buyers were more likely to buy a home in the next year. This is all money in your pocket, even amid the current health crisis. Surveys further revealed why naming semi reasons buyers are more likely to move this week, this year. Reasons many buyers, 67%. They want to take advantage of the lower mortgage rates, which I don't blame them. Able fit 32% said able to save money for a down payment due to the reduced spending because they've been stuck in the house. And 28% being stuck in small spaces made them want even more of a home, a bigger right. home. Right. So these are key factors motivating buyers to actively engage in the home search process. Uh, the low mortgage rates. You know, the rates are unbelievable. And then here, just so people understand, in the 1970s, the rates were around 8.86. In the 1980s, this is when I bought my first house, it was, it was average was 12.7. I remember I locked in at 13 something and I was, I was happy as hell. Then you in the 90s. I did, because I had some friends that were around 20. (laughs) And then in the 90s, the average rate was 8.12. Then in the 2000s, 6.29. And 2010, 4.09. And here we are in July, end of June 2020, 3.21. So just for a historical perspective, that's how great things were prior to this virus. 
the this that was the best economy I've ever seen. So as the economy slowly rebounding, signs point to a big solid recovery. There's going to be uh, people have been saving money because they can't spend it. I mean, I know uh, Sweeney's is losing a lot of money on me and on uh, on touch touch tones. I spend more money on music than I do drinking. And then reevaluating their spaces, they're stuck in a house, and now they're realizing if they only had a little more room to get away from one another. <laughs> and what does this mean for the buyers and sellers with all those factors in play? That this is going to be a banging year once this stuff starts dying down. Buyers can take advantage of the additional savings, the low mortgages. If you're thinking of selling, it's an unbelievable time to sell. 3,400, I had a discussion with a uh, potential student today. 3,400 homes are for sale in Philadelphia. That's down from like 4,500 a couple months ago. 3,400 homes, that is 676,000. She didn't believe me. She thought I was lying to her. So the bottom line is, if you're ready to buy or sell, or maybe both, reach out to your local real estate professional, call the mortgage mom, get all your ducks in order, get pre-approved, and it is a great time to take advantage of this. So tell us about the rates, since they are so great. Talking about taking advantage, 30-year conventional fixed rate, 3%, 15-year 2.75%. FHA Damn. is at 3%. Your VA is at 2.875%. Mark, the rates are just insane. I'm doing a cash out refinance for some woman paying off all of her credit cards of about $30,000. Raising, raising her mortgage Waisin? payment $200. $200 and getting rid of right. all of her high interest and Credit 30 cards. in cash? What? And 30 in cash? And you said yep. and 30 in cash? Correct. Right. I saw At one 3%. today. Somebody bid 35000 over asking price and lost. I know. I mean, it's that's, just, how, that's how nuts sick. it is. I'm sick I'm not this. sick. I'm happy as hell. I'm like not growing. When you, have, you have the same buyer putting an offer in and there's 15 other offers. It's insane. Yeah, well, they got the wrong agent. So anyway, they were great rates. So we're going to take a break. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time, all the time. You hear me? And we'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt-Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we are up to your funny story. Now, this is kind of a little different. I'm going to give advice to women, which I don't usually do. Oh, jeez. So, this is uh, five keys. This is advice to women. Five keys to a great relationship. Number one, it is important that you find a man who works around the house and occasionally cooks, cleans, and has a J-O-B, a job. Number two, it is important to find a man who makes you laugh. 
Number three, it is important to find a man who is dependable, respectable, and doesn't lie. Number four, it is important to find a man who's good in bed and loves to have sex with you. And number five, it is important that these four men never meet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. If you have a funny story you'd like to hear, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. So now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Mortgage Mom, the Aunt Kat Cyrus. And her topic is don't do it, which I am surprised about. So that's right, Mark. We are on Facebook Live, and it is now time for the Mortgage Mom segment. And we are going to talk about things. My topic is don't do it. And everyone can hear the entire show. They can hear it on Sundays on WPHT, 9 a.m. And you can hear the entire show. This just happens to be the Mortgage Mom segment, which is called Don't Do It. So, Mark, as I'm taking applications for a lot of people, through getting them pre-approved, you know, I sometimes might assume that somebody understands not to do certain things. And apparently that's not true after this week. So I thought it would be a really good idea for this week's segment to go over those things not to do. So are you with me? Yes, I am with you. The first one is after you've been pre-approved, you don't want to change jobs, which means if you are currently employed and we've pre-approved you, You don't want to go out, quit your job, and get another job. If that is something that you need to do, we need to have a conversation about it. If you can make a lateral move or make a move that's going to increase your pay and you're in the same field, that's okay. And keep in mind, I am not telling you to go out and change jobs. But you should never, ever change jobs during the process without talking to your loan officer or the processor, because it can create problems in qualifying for your new home, particularly if it is in a different line of work. The next one is you don't want to move money around. So you basically, you want to move your money to a new bank. Okay, It interferes with the verification process because we're collecting 60 days worth of bank statements from checking and savings. If you move money around, then that just means that I need to get bank statements from all of those other bank statements too. And if any of that has been cash, we're not going to be able to use it. So it's best to leave your money where it is until your loan closes, unless it's otherwise have been directed by the loan officer. Okay. The next one is don't deposit cash. We talk about this all the time. So what if somebody has mattress money? What if they've been saving for the last four years to purchase a home and they have $10,000 worth of cash in their in their shoebox under their bed. The first thing that we need to do is make sure that we deposit that into the bank account. And that means we have to let it sit there for 60 days. And it's called seasoning. Because any of that money that gets deposited needs to be sourced. If we can't source it, we're not going to be able to use it. So it's this very important to get... You are talking about America, right? This is America. What? Allowed to save money. You're talking about America. We are allowed to save money, right? I never said that we weren't allowed to save money. I'm, only I'm just saying you can't it, dump a bunch regulated. of cash into the account. 60 days? Yeah, you know, 60 days. That's ridiculous. Well, then they can gift it to somebody. 
and then we can wait 10 days and they can get a gift from a relative. I know. You're always trying to buck the system, okay? Just follow the rules. I hate the rules. I know you hate the rules, (laughs) but there's nothing I can do about it. So the next one is that you're not going to make any major purchases. And this is huge because what happens is once people sign on the dotted line and they sign that agreement of sale, they feel that it's necessary to go to Raymore and Flanagan, apply for an interest-free credit card, go to Macy's, and get furniture for a house that they haven't even closed on yet. And the biggest concern I have is that somebody calls their realtor and says, hey, I want to come in and do some measurements for the new furniture that we just ordered. That's definitely going to be a red flag. The other one is when (laughs) most guys will go out and buy a new car or a new truck to put in the garage that they don't own yet. The problem with that is when you're getting pre-approved, everything is going to be based on ratios, your debt to income ratio. So when you go out and apply for a new credit card or you get a new um, car or truck, this is definitely going to interfere with your debt to income ratio. So again, one phone call can save a lot of stress. Big time. (laughs) You also don't want to close any credit card accounts. Now, this is so famous for people because what happens is when you sign on the dotted line, they see Jesus. They feel like all the collections, all the credit cards, everything's got to get paid down to zero. And now that I paid it down to zero, I'm just going to close the accounts. That can be so detrimental to your credit score. Okay. So again, once you've been pre-approved, do not close any credit card accounts. Once you close that credit card account, you could be losing as, as much as 75 points on your yep. credit score. And Even if you go to zero, I had have. a client, remember the client I had not too long ago? I told him this three times, and the wife paid three credit cards. She didn't close them, but she paid them to zero, and it had an impact. Right. And we were yeah. doing an SBA loan, which was even more red tape. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, you, you definitely, once, once people get pre-approved, Mark, I basically tell them, Don't even sneeze until we're done. Don't do anything. I mean, just last week I had somebody that I was working on getting their credit score up. It was a boyfriend and girlfriend. They were very excited. They're going to close at the end of July. We called to get some information and she wasn't working there anymore. And when I called her, she said, oh, I just got a new job. I started on Monday. She went from being a teacher to now being an administrator. She's making more money, but it's a different line of work. And she's not going to get a paycheck until July 9th, and we're going to close on July 26th. It's an issue. The next one is don't apply for any new credit of any kind. We we already talked about that. We don't want to be a co-signer. We don't want to take out credit cards. Um, Just keep everything status quo, please. And the next one is don't fail to disclose any financial or credit information. If you feel that there's going to be a collection that's going to come up on the credit, just call me and let me know. If there's something that you left out, I'm not the mortgage police. I'm basically here to help you. So in addition, you're you're on their side. I am on their side. I'm here to help get their loan closed. So basically, if you have any questions, don't lose sleep over it. Just reach out and give me a call at 609 605-7153. I'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. And don't forget, every Sunday at 9 a.m., 
tune into our radio show. It's called Good News in Real Estate. You can also go to radio.com if you're going to sleep in past 9 o'clock. You can go to radio.com, check us out, Good News in Real Estate, Deanne Katsaris, Mark Cumberland, every Sunday, 9 a.m. Thank you. Very good. So what's coming up next? So coming up next is going to be our question and answer segment. All right, very good. That was a good segment. That Because a lot of people make those mistakes. I think there's a one exception. I think if you want to buy a brand new guitar, you should be able to do that. <laughs> so anyway, with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We will be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. But first, a word from one of our home team partners, Remax, and Alan Stassen, who's famous for being a Philadelphia real estate expert. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. So where are we at, Deanne? <laughs> Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. We got some good questions. Not as much drama as last week. All right, what's the first one? The first one is question number one. We put our home up for sale and the square footage is way off. Is a garage usually considered in the square footage in a home if it's attached to the home? No, they don't usually count garages. Uh, that is correct. And unless you converted that into a family room or something like that and added actual living space, garages don't count. I remember, remember the one house I had, that, that $800,000 McMansion, and the guy had the pool and the spa and all that stuff, but it was lower yep. level. And that was, to me, that was living space. But because it was below ground level, the appraiser didn't take that into a consideration. So and you also garage, have to get permits. Yeah, They're going to check to see if permits have been filed for that as well. If if you added an addition, yes. What's the next one? Where can I get information about the asking prices of properties that have sold during the past six months? I found information on selling prices and would like to compare them to the asking prices. That's just an interesting question. You know why? Because in the multiple listing service, agents have access to that. And it tells you what percentage of the homes that were listed whatever the list price was and what percentage of them got that and that number is really high right now it's like 97 percent because the offers are high but sure. really agents pay for this information so don't 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 look at zillow troyo roll them sites they're for sale you need to know what sold and what appraised so you need to talk to a real estate agent, somebody that has access to the multiple listing service that can do comparables. That's what we call them, comps. And and you want to know not just what's sold. You want to know what's sold, what's pending, who's under contract, and for how much. And the last one is what's, what's active. You want to know what your competition is. Now, what's pending can be a little little funny because like I've had a couple of situations where a house is pending and the agents are not supposed to tell you what the pending price is but I got another house right and I'm thinking about putting an offer in and I'm looking for cops to make sure this thing appraises 
So right. I call these agents up that have the pendings. And they say, you know I'm not allowed to tell you what the pending price is. I say, all right. The house is listed for two twenty five. Was it higher than two twenty five? And they say, uh, no. I said, was it lower than two twenty? And they say no. <laughs> so now I know it's somewhere two twenty two, twenty three. And they, they didn't tell me that they break the law, but I found out anyway. But they're, they're, that's Very why you need sneaky. a good agent. That's why you need a good agent. What's the next one? The next question is: I have a family friend who is a realtor. She suggested a price for my home for seems a little too low. The other agent suggested a price more in line with my expectations. Who should I choose? See, it's hard to tell here because now the the family member may be being very honest with them, showing them good comps, showing exactly what they really think the price of the house should be. And but because they're a family member, they they want another opinion so they'd ask this other agent and of course this other agent says oh i could get you more and that's what in the industry we call buying a listing so now you list with that agent and he puts it twenty thousand dollars high and you sit and it sits on the market with his sign and he gets sign calls and he gets other buyers so right. you 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 want to be careful here and if unless this family member has something against you and just wants you to get a lower price because they're jealous of you or something <laughs> you know get two opinions and but like you want to see it in black and white what's sold within a tenth of a mile a half a mile a mile of your house what's sold and you know so you know do your due diligence what's the next one very good question number four New construction. If a walkthrough inspection reveals a problem, but I choose to go through with closing anyway, can I retain a percentage of the down payment or mortgage amount not to be paid until the repairs are made? Yes. And this happens a lot. New construction. Everybody thinks you buy this brand new house and you walk in, everything's going to be perfect. I never, ever see that. There's always issues. There's always things... The doorknobs weren't tightened up, whatever. Something don't work right. So you figure out how much you want to be held at the settlement table to make this repair. So whatever. Say say it's an AC unit. So maybe you want 5000 put in an escrow account until they got that air conditioning unit working correctly. And then you release the money to them. But just because you're buying brand new and you go through that walkthrough, I guarantee you there's going to be some things wrong. Because they're rushing to get these things done. So. And there, Mark, there's always things. I mean, they give you a punch list. Yeah. And they have X amount of time periods to be able to fix those things. And then they even come back in a year with most builders. They'll come back in a year because you're going to have things like nail pops or, you know, maybe th things aren't yep. broken. But there's usually a warranty. And usually the builder is willing to work with you on stuff like that because that's also his that's referrals and reputation yeah that's big builders but if some guy buys a lot in fishtown and builds a house that could be a different ball game and you know they don't want to hear once they walk out they don't want to hear about nothing so i'd still get a home warranty and and i'd also make them hold money until they got done what i wanted done what's next right 
The next question is, if a real estate agent representing the buyer knows of a flooding problem, must they disclose this information to the buyer? Is it unethical yes. if they do not? I don't it think is unethical is the word. It's yeah, it's very it's unethical. By law. If they if they know uh, that this area has flooding issues, and this house in particular has flooding issues, and they're just and they're financially strapped, and they really need this deal to close, and they don't tell this buyer, they're being very unethical. And and they might have some liability, and their broker might have some liability too. So yes, they do. <laughs> All right, and with that, coming up next is our topic of the day. All right, so with that, there were some good questions. So with they that, you're listening questions. to Good News Real Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio twelve ten all positive all the time. We will be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio, WPHD, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, and the topic is home buyer statistics and home buy and home seller statistics. Yeah, I'm going to give as many as I can. I'm going to kind of go through this fast, but these are just what's happening with buyers and sellers. So, first-time buyers versus repeat buyers. First-time buyers are 33 percent of the market. Median age of a first-time buyer is 33 years old. Median age of a repeat buyer is 55. Medium household income of a first-time buyer is seventy-four nine. Medium house household income of a repeat buyer is one hundred and one thousand. Typical home purchased was eighteen hundred and fifty square feet, uh, and was built in nineteen ninety. Had three bedrooms and two baths. Now. The num- remember a few years ago, everybody was starting to buy the 3000 4000 Now that number's coming down. Among those who financed their home with a purchase, buyers typically financed 88% of the home price. 89% of the buyers purchased their home through a real estate agent or broker, a share that was has steadily increased from 69% in 2001. Buyers who would use their agent again or recommended agents to other is 90%. But you know, you know what the interesting thing is? But 70% of them never do use the same agent again because they never heard from them again. The right, biggest that's, mistake, what, that's what I thought. The, the biggest was, mistake yep. in the real estate industry. Why? And now this is where buyers found the home they purchased. 52% internet, 29% real estate agent, 6% yard signs, 6% friends, home builder or their agent for... Directly from a seller, they knew them, 3%. And print newspaper, less than 1%. So advertisement is almost done. Now, real quick, home seller statistics. The typical home seller in 2017 
was 55 years old, and the numbers really haven't changed that much, had a median household income of 102000 and lived in their home for 10 years. That number went down. 89% of the sellers were assisted by a real estate agent when selling their home. Recent sellers typically sold their home for 99% of the listing price, and 40% reported reducing the price at least once the typical home and now this was a few years ago this report the typical home sold was on the market for only three weeks now so it's now it's three to, hours <laughs> yeah three hours. 39 i know 39 percent of the sellers used a real estate agent found their agent through a referral by a friend or family 27 percent used the agent they previously worked for see how low that number is and I tell these agents all the time, all you got to do is call these people three, four times a year, and you'll be their agent for life. And they all look at me like I'm from Mars. Sellers who definitely would use the same agent, 50% of them, but they never hear from them again. They send them a postcard or an Eagle schedule, like the Eagle schedule or Philly schedule this year is kind of useless. A calendar, everybody's got a cell phone, so what do you do <laughs> with a calendar? Now, here's the last one. For sale by owners. They accounted. Now, this report said they accounted for 11%, but I heard that's a lot lower. The typical for sale for sale by owner was 200000 compared to 280000 if they used an agent. $80,000 difference. That's insane. Uh, yeah, well, they, they, I'm telling you, you net more with an agent. FB, uh, FISBOs, methods used to market the home. Most none did actively market their home, 36%. Yard signs, the seven ninety five for sale by owner, 31%. Open houses, 24%. A friend or a relative, 21%. The multiple listing service, so they bought one of them things where they get them to put them up on the on the multiple listing right but you don't get no you don't get no service online classified advertisements 13 percent. i guess that would be like uh uh i don't know like uh craigslist or something social networking facebook twitter 11 percent for sale by owner websites five direct mail like they actually sent out a mail like who's gonna 4%. do a direct mail seriously yeah i don't know really like i don't know some marketing guide Videos, 1%. Print newspaper, less than 1%. The most difficult task for for sale by owners is to getting the price right because they don't know. They don't have the information to base it on. Preparing, fixing the home up for sale. Selling with a planned length of time, 7%. And having enough time to devote all these aspects of the sale, 5%. And understanding and performing the paperwork, only 3%. So there are some interesting statistics, but in no, the yeah. end, in the end, you really need it. You need a professional. I like I always say, dentistry by owner. You know, what are you going? Let me uh, pull out that mower. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, Mark, people think that they're going to save on the commission. I mean, that's the whole idea, right? That's the whole idea yeah. that they don't use a realtor. But statistically, you know, it shows that they've always netted more by using a realtor. 28,000 more nationwide. Yep. That So, like, use a professional and, hey, you know where they get beat up? They get beat up in the home inspections and all those negotiations. So, and also, you, need a prof- you need a professional. Also, the longer the house is on the market, that's also a mortgage payment. That's also taxes. You know, there's a lot that goes into that. And they don't understand. 
I mean, today, you know, again, it's a little bit different today. You need to be re- you need to be represented more today than ever. Than ever. Because like right now in this market, you put a for sale by uh, sale on your lawn and a bunch of agents show up with buyers or a bunch of just buyers show up and then they say, all right, I want to buy it. Like somebody's got to write a a contract that's going to hold up in front of your honor. You know, who? oh, uh, what would we do now? That's what it would be. What do we do now? But what happens when you get 10 to 15 offers in and you get all these offers that are coming in, you got to go through all these proposals, all these earnest monies, all these loan amounts, you know, all different type of loan programs, you know, and and you should be looking at buyers, financials information and making, you know, who's you got to do your due diligence. And and that's that's going to become a full time job for a for sale by owner person. Right. And if you make a mistake. Now it's you and this buyer are in this, and what happens when things go bad? They lawyer up, and now you got a real mess. So anyway, yeah, absolutely. Make sure that you have someone. Rep- do you a know a good realtor there. mark that they should call? I do know a couple good realtors. My number is two six seven two six six fifty five zero one. So now where are we at? We're up to Doctor Ray, correct? Yep, Mark, we are coming up to um, our Dr. A segment, and we're going to talk about how do the different personality types deal with COVID-19. And Dr. A has been amazing helping us and supporting us through the past couple months with giving us advice on how to handle situations. So, Dr. A, are you on the line with us? Stand by, guys. Okay. But the topic is, how do the different styles deal with COVID-19, the D, the I, the S, and the C? Okay. All right. Dr. A is on the line. All right. Hey, Dr. A. Hi. Hey, how you are you? You missed all the nice things I said about you. He just gave you a bunch of compliments. So you lied. I love it. Thank you. Frank will leave that in. So let me start it. So, uh, all right. Are you, Wait, are you starting? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, he'll leave the compliments in that you just said, and then I'll start it. So, you ready? So, the doctor's going to talk about how do the different styles, the D, the I, the S, and the C, deal with this COVID-19. So, doctor, you start this out. How, how, how does the D deal with it? Well, let me, let me back up an instant because... People need to understand that there's, there's like over 30 different disc assessments. There's not just one disc assessment, all right? And what happens is our disc, the reason we use this disc is because it actually looks at 384 different profiles. It doesn't just look at four. Most people think the D, I, S, and C is, is right. there's one D, there's one I, et cetera. There isn't. Ours is so accurate, there's actually 96 different levels of D, 96 levels of I, the same thing with S and C. Okay, so right. you can have a D that's not going to. So I'm going to talk about people who are really intense in each of these four areas. Okay, so uh, so it wouldn't cover all the people that are D's, but people that are D's basically are decisive with everything. So how will they handle it? Well, they want to take control, right? They 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 want to take action to protect themselves. So if somebody walks in and they think people should be wearing a mask, they're going to say, "Where the hell's your mask?" 
right? Put your mask on. They might not be as gentle as an S would be in that type of situation. Okay, so they, they, they're going to be they're going to be more assertive. They're going to be a little bit more competitive. They're going to feel as if they can deal with it, but you might have to follow their directives or their instructions or doing it the way they want you to do it. Okay, I agree. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're not. Yeah, because I, I'm a high D, and uh, you know, sometimes people don't see me as warm and fuzzy and a little aggressive, and uh, I don't see it. I think I'm like this. Sweetheart, warm and fuzzy guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and everybody so tell you're us, not, Mark. I know, so, I know, I know. I, I know it's that. one of my weaknesses, but I, I'm aware of it. That's what I learned from you over the years. Like, I know who I am now, so I know when I'm dealing with people to be aware of it. That's all. So, right, and what and, tell and us you about are. I mean, we you, got you will temper it down. So sometimes you're very in intense D, and sometimes you're a more mellow D. Okay, right. and 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 people are that way. But if somebody's really intense, they're going to want to be you know in control of what's going on. You know, even if it's not them, it's somebody else that walks into their space. Okay, they might actually take a couple steps back because it's not six feet. If they're the type of D that that believes uh, in in that that's what should happen all right let's go to the eyes because we only have limited time for this so you know what don't worry don't don't worry about that too much because next week why don't we stay on this d for a little bit because i'll give give you my opinion right now i'm a d and you know what i feel about this covid19 i think we're being scammed a little bit i i understand the deaths but the deaths are way down They're, they're, they're testing more but I don't understand why we are killing businesses across the country. This is what upsets me. And I and I give my opinions. I mean, why can't we go in a restaurant and sit two booths apart? Why can't we go in a bar, sit three bar stools apart? You know? And I tell people this. So it's like, you know, I, you know when I stay in a line at these stores and, you know, I see people with the mask and I'm standing there with a mask, I still want to talk to people, you know? I'll stand on that little star away from the next person, but it's like I'm not. I'm not scared. I I want action. You know. Right. And that's what and that's what these like, and 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 they like the action. But you're also utilitarian, which is one of the motives that drives the behavior. Okay, so you want to make sure that people have the ability to earn an income. Right. And because that's what one of your personal values is, you know, and, and they need to be concerned and take responsibility for themselves. OK, that's the utilitarian and the D together. Right. See, people who are really S or steadiness, they 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 want to be much more paternalistic or maternalistic, you know, regarding relationships. We need to be able to take care of them. OK. You know, so there are different people who think that, hey. Everybody should take responsibility for themselves. And there are other people who think, well, people are people and they need help and they need protection. And that's the behavioral style thing that's going on right in front of us because they have different behaviors and different ways of dealing with things. And you can argue until you're blue in the face. It's not going to make any difference. You're not going to change how they behave right then and there. Now, people's behaviors do change, but you're not. That's why we have psychiatrists and psychologists and clinical social workers, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But you're not going to change them by what it is you want to do. All right. So, Dr. Leck, next week, let's 
Oh, up in Philly, eye. up up here, they just pushed our green back to end of August. So let's do the eye and maybe one of the other ones next week. So tell everybody how okay. to get a hold of you. It's real easy. It's just Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, at Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N dot net. And I want to start introducing people to our online educational site uh, at the next show as well. Sounds All great, right, Dr. Ray. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thanks, guys. If you Be have safe. any if you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 or give him a call at 267-266-5501 or you can email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsors for keeping us on the air. Tune in every week. And we hope you love the show every Sunday, 9 a.m. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. And you've been listening to Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive. All the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community all the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours.